Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Good afternoon, Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. Man, we're having fun today. Yeah, I was on the Saracen app today looking at uh, they've got the line out for the Western Carolina game already, 34 you, and a half. Yeah, I started saying, what do you Arkansas. think? What do you think? I mean, I don't I don't hate it. Arkansas by five touchdowns um, in Little Rock opening game. I mean, the questions we have aren't K.J. Jefferson the new, breaking in a new quarterback or something. So, I mean, maybe that's not a bad bet. It, the questions I think we probably have are offensive line and, and secondary, and surely those would be – mitigated against a team like western carolina i would hope that anyway uh so i don't know they probably set the line about right probably see pretty good action on both sides this is not now this is february the 23rd through the 25th and i have been looking faithfully at my emails and i cannot find uh one from the university of arkansas saying this is going to happen february the 23rd through the 25th it is called the College Baseball Series. Woo! Arkansas, Michigan. It seems like every tournament now that Arkansas plays in, for some reason, Oklahoma State is in the same dead gum tournament. And then Oregon State, which, oh, by the way, is oh, oh, no. nightmare PTSD. city. PTSD. Yeah. Arkansas, oh, Michigan, Oklahoma State, and Oregon State. This is becoming one of the premier preseason tournaments that you'll find in all of college baseball. And my understanding is, what's the name of that network that we all love so much that you strictly, you have to you have to buy it, but you can't cancel after 30 days, which is what I do. I can't remember the name of the network, but. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't even think about it until it comes up. <laughs> Once a year, typically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I see Arkansas Baseball tweeted it out, Randy, so, yes, that's it. It's, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. yeah, okay. February 23rd through Boom. 25th. It's official. Boom. You weren't You weren't fooled by the Internet, my friend. Boom. No. Okay, I, I'm supposed to ask you this question, Trey. This flow sports, that's it. Flow, flow sports, yeah. Sports. F-L-O. Yes, F-L-O. I pay for it. It's like 30 bucks, but, okay, break it out over. They're just hoping people just Four forget. Games. That's all they do. Yeah, Hope people oh, yeah. forget. Their or, entire business oh, model is no. is banking on forgetfulness. I mean, the moment that or, that last out is made and Arkansas is done, boom, cancellation. The there you go. There you go. Or they'll they'll be sneaky with it and and put some big incentive to sign up for the annual package. That right. They'll make the annual thirty five dollars, <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh. Is it really worth it to cancel for five dollars more a year if I just don't have to think about it anymore? That's that's what they got to do. Get that's people get, get people to just be lazy and forgetful. That's what they're hoping for. I that's don't buy their entire business no, model. Not a bad not a bad model. No no no. <laughs> it would work on me. Five dollars more. Yeah, not worth the hassle. Okay, I'll do it. I am a one yeah. weekend a month. But now the Flow Sports, if I remember correctly, were they not the broadcast uh, the network that was broadcasting when Arkansas played basketball? In Europe, Trey, do you remember Might that? Might have been, yeah, I think so. I think they were. I think, it was. Yeah. I think they were. They're very niche. Yeah, they they don't <laughs> oh, they don't yeah. get a lot of deals, but when they do, man, they they count on the regional oh. fan bases to go all out. And that was such a primitive broadcast. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think they did it with the tin can. <laughs> it looked like an yeah. iPhone. I was about least. to say an yeah. iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Trey. This is from our Buzz text line. From um, uh, this is from the four seven nine. 
says, can you ask Trey which non-conference game will be the toughest for the Razorback football team? Well, BYU would be the obvious. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, got something in my throat. <clears> throat> BYU would be the obvious one. Uh, Arkansas obviously went up there last year and and took care of business pretty pretty handily, I would say. And then you know they're coming back down here, probably want to want to prove something, want a little payback. I'm sure that's how it'll be uh, sold to them. So that's that's probably I would I would hope at least by a long shot that's probably the toughest non-conference. I would tend to agree. Uh, let's see. This from the 501 flow has any and every sport you can think of. Mm-hmm. That's probably true. That, that's still not enough to get me to pay 30 or $35 a month for no. it. No. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Trey. I'm trying to figure out what all. Um, I think we've read off. I, wow. There's not many. Many uh, as we usually have. Usually we have several uh, questions for you, but so far it's a little bit quieter today. So, any mm-hmm. updates on the, the storm. on the pig fest coming up? On the, the pig fest. That's what they ought to just call it, the pig fest. Pig fest! Yeah, I think it's... I think it's been called the pig, the woo pig, the woo pig out, the woo picnic, and uh, the hog wild hangout this year. But I kind of like yours, just pig fest. <laughs> what it's all about? Come pig out. Yeah, just whatever comes to mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's any new updates since we talked about uh, the group of guys coming in tomorrow. Obviously, there's a, a pretty impressive crew of committed players coming in for the class of 2024, and most of the guys that are that are coming are class of class of 2025 that are not committed there's class of 2026 um i think danny added maybe a safety to the list mm-hmm. i think we'd already talked yeah. though since that yeah um i think we'd already talked about uh jeremy cook juju cook uh we talked about him a little bit um i think that might have been it randy okay. i think that's the only update okay. but it's a it's a it's a pretty sizable list of, of players coming in i think it kind of floats a little bit you know we're uh, there'll be spurts, and I'm sure that's simply because yeah. oh, of the yeah. fact that, that uh, you know, some kids are figuring out, can I make it, can I not make it, you know, what's mm-hmm. interfering. I meant to ask you. Know, you Sa- well, Sam said, you know, at, at SEC Media Days, he said he, he always wants to sign 25 high school recruits, and I, I've kind of said I think 20 and 10, 20, 20 recruits and 10 transfers is probably, uh, you know, more likely, I think probably somewhere in between what he thinks he wants to sign and what I think he will sign probably. Uh, but, um, you know, Arkansas has 16 commitments right now in the class. There's not, none of the guys that are coming in are class of 2024, uh, except for Jeremy Cook, I guess. Uh, so, and, you know, you look at Danny's big red board where he breaks down the possibilities of guys. I mean, I don't know that we're looking at more than 20 in this class, in this high school class. Hey Trey, I got a quick question for you. Since we're in uh, yes. in the off season, essentially, it's just before we can really start talking fall camp and, and everything opening up. So, all the lists are being released right now. You know, the best blank, the the best this, the best that. So, best quarterback, running back duo has been the the constant you know theme the last couple of weeks. So, a couple of different lists have come out. You got media days where everybody's talking about, of course, KJ and Rocket, and then another one. I think it's Athlon Sports came out today, and so we start talking. Yeah, that's 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 a I think an obvious answer for right now, but then we started going, well, who holds a candle to them in Razorback history? You know, and when you're talking about best 
quarterback running back duos mm-hmm. who comes to mind for you as far as being able because these guys statistically are gonna because they played together longer than most they're probably going to have that crown especially after this year if everything goes yeah. as expected who do you put in that category though is is being able to be in the same conversation as best quarterback running back duos I don't know if you can even stick in the last 25 30 years if you just want to stick in this kind of era I know. I'm. I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, Matt Jones and Cedric Cobbs were a pretty good duo back in. Uh, was that 2002? Two or Randy? three? Mm-hmm. Was it two yeah. or three? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a pretty good duo. And but aside from them, I can't. I don't know if I can think of like a. You think Mallet and, and uh, Nile Davis? I would say Mallet. Yeah, Mallet and Nile. Um, and then He's definitely up there. Another I mean, one a, that came to mind, and this one didn't kind of surprise me, Trey, but you'd probably go, oh, yeah, of course, is um, Allen and, and Collins. Brandon and uh, Brandon Allen and, Col- and Alex Collins, yeah. statistically, you know, neighbors and those guys were talking this afternoon. They're like, if you look at the numbers, they're in, they're in the realm, I think. Well, Collins has the most rushing yards at Arkansas in school history for a guy not named Darren McFadden, and Brandon Allen has – probably the third most passing yards in a season behind Mallett and Wilson. And, well, I don't know if it's – I might be off a little bit, but besides those guys, he has that probably the most. Uh, I'm sure those guys doubled up at some point. And then, but Brandon also has the highest efficiency rating in program history. So that's probably – you might say that's up – I mean, when you talk about what they did next level, you know, Brandon Allen's still in the NFL. I think Collins is still – Trying to trying to get somewhere, but he played you know years, a number yeah. of years in the NFL. Uh, Nile Davis and Ryan Mallett would have to be up there for sure. Uh, Cedric Cobbs and Matt Jones are pretty elite. Uh, Cedric Cobbs and Clint Sterner, pretty good back when Cobbs was a freshman. Um, and this this duo right here might be as might be as good as any. I mean, KJ is on the verge of setting several school records, career records, all time leading passer. You wouldn't have thought that. Um, he's not going to break the school rushing record for a quarterback held by Matt Jones, but he's he's going to be pretty high up there. He has a chance to break the efficiency rating. He's second all-time, second all-time completion percentage. And then we know what Rocket did with 1,400 yards. Kind of disappointing how Rocket ended that year because he got banged up there in the last couple of games and wasn't really able to, to tack on a whole lot of, of yards on there. The, the SEC rushing title was, was up for grabs there. Uh, but – yeah, I, th- I think that you're uh, a good question. You know, you're talking two years, two years of that. Um, you know, that's uh, that's another one. Hey, hey, you could say Brandon Allen and Jonathan Williams too. John, yeah, Brandon yeah, Allen, Jonathan Williams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alexa thinks I'm talking to her. Alexa, stop. I've got one for you, gentlemen, and this would have to qualify as a quartet. Oh, okay. How about what do you got? Casey Dick, D Mac, Felix Jones, and Peyton Hillis. I think just the I, running it's a little weighted there, yeah. Randy. <laughs> I'm gonna say notice, I, notice and I, ran in, I ran into Casey and talked to him for a little bit uh this weekend, but I can't put Casey uh at the same at the same level as you know when we're talking about Ryan Mallett and Brandon Allen and KJ. He was a good quarterback for Arkansas, but yeah, I don't know if we're going to put him in the same category. I mean, the whole thing is running back quarterback duo, right? It's got to be both. And guys, he waited. They got to be okay. weighted evenly, okay. right? Yes. Because I was going to yeah. let that trio carry the bulk of the weight. 
and just throw yeah. Casey Dick in for window dressing. Not, not, no disrespect. That's right, Casey. of course. No disrespect. Course. Well, we're about, you know, just on your topic, we're about to hit preseason award season for real. I mean, like all the, I mean, we're coming up, we're six Saturdays away from football right now, and it's the 25th, so you've got the 31st is when you're going to start seeing all these awards come out pretty much. Pretty much every day from July 31st through August 14th, it's going to be, you know, the Maxwell Award all the way to the Bednarik, Bednarik um, Award. So we're about to see a lot of watch lists, so just get ready to, to discuss that. Got some textures, Randy. One, once this one, do you remember this one? Uh, Cal Cagney. And, oh, yes, Ben yeah, Cowens. Ben Cowens, yeah. Yeah, Ben Cowens, Ron yeah. Cal Cagney. Now you're getting before, now you're getting before that, my time. Yeah, right, right, right. I know. Tra- <laughs> that's why I said maybe in the last 30 years. Well, you, uh, had, you yeah, had uh, a different era, but yes. Who was the quarterback Absolutely. when Gary Anderson was in Fayetteville? Tom Jones mm. was the quarterback okay. at that particular time. Now, you you have to also take in those windows where throwing the football was nothing right. like it is mm-hmm. today. So the quarterback numbers may look good, relatively speaking, against the competition they were playing against. But when you start comparing them to today's numbers, uh, they don't match up. Maybe so. you look more at efficiency back then as opposed to yeah. volume because yeah. it's just not going to be the equivalent. You're just not going to see it. Uh, D-Mac and Felix and the Wild Hog. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could count that maybe. <laughs> uh, I said, please ask Trey if he thinks any offensive lineman that could go to the next level. We need some elite play in the trenches for KJ and Rocket to be successful. That from Jeff in Monticello. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Limmer. I mean, Limmer is incredibly strong. We saw him pre- uh, squat 700 pounds the other day, and he's going to play center. He's you know playing center and guard. That makes you valuable. I don't know if Latham is a next level guy or not. He certainly has a lot of experience, and you know if he comes back next year, he'd probably be well. He would be the first five year starter ever at Arkansas, and. I break the record for most starts if he stays healthy, knock on wood. And, you know, you know Devon Manuel has the size, the physical size, 6'9", 310. So he's somebody to watch, but we don't know a whole lot about him yet, just how, how well he'll perform. And, you know, Patrick Kudis is certainly – usually guys that make it to the NFL are guys that, that come out swinging pretty early, and he certainly played – a little bit last year, uh, mostly special teams, and is projected to start as a sophomore. Um, I don't think he's exceedingly old for his grade either, uh, but Kudis might be a guy to keep an eye on. And then maybe some of those young guys. I mean, Marion Harris, Andrew Chambly, those guys absolutely look the part. They're just young, um, and they're battling. They're battling for, for time. So we'll see how it shakes out. But, um, you know, I don't know that – I mean, when's – yeah, when's the last time you just had multiple offensive linemen go on to the NFL? I would think it's back uh, when Pittman was here the last time. You know, you had an Skipper. offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, Kirkland. there was Dan Skipper, Denver Kirkland, Sebastian Tritola, mm-hmm. uh, Frank Ragnow was part of that offensive line. Yep. Uh, Mitch Smothers didn't go to the next level, but he was certainly a very good player for him. That was, I mean, when you talk about talent with the ability to go to the next level, that's that group's up there. Pretty impressive. All right, let's squeeze in. Brett, Brett, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I sure do. Hey, uh, Trey, one of your favorite subjects here. Uh, okay. I just like you to talk about uh, two things. 
uh, I'd like to ask you, why, in your opinion, I've read a lot of different things, but I'd like your opinion, why why are we struggling so much against Missouri? <laughs> and, and two, I just really want to know what you think. And then number two, uh, what do we need to do this year to beat Missouri? They're really starting to, uh, I, you know, I can't stand them. But anyway, <laughs> if you just talk about that, I'll hang up. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think they need to start by matching Missouri's energy level. That's been a problem for Arkansas. It seems like they go into the game just thinking. Um, show up. Think, yeah, show up, and it's and it's done. But, I mean, Missouri's 10-4 all-time against Arkansas. You know, you just look at. Let's see if I can bring up their full games. Okay, so Arkansas won 34-17 in 2021. That's the kind of score that you would expect. I mean, Arkansas, Missouri's beaten Arkansas, so it's hard for me to sit here and talk down on them. But Arkansas has got better facilities. I mean, it's a better town. Stadium. It's got more fan support. The sta- Everything. They recruit at a much higher level. Um, the problem is I think that Arkansas goes into that game thinking they should win, and until they match Missouri's intensity, then that's not going to change. Plus, Missouri also got Arkansas during, you know, one of the worst stretches in program history, and that's that's certainly hurt them. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.